Welcome to the ATM Podcast with Jules, a podcast that brings you interesting conversations with wonderful feminists. Excuse my raspy voice, I'm a bit under weather this week, but the show must go on. In this week's episode, I interviewed Jahira Brown, aka Tysa. She's a female rapper slash songwriter from New York who just released her first official single called Best I Never Had on iTunes. She came in today to sit on a pile of pillows with me and drink wine, but also to talk about her life of traveling, being a female in the music industry, her views on women's issues, and some less serious stuff. I hope you enjoy. He was the best I never had. How we had me full of single lately. With all the bitches he was messing with. I bet he never kept a single lady. So, have you done a podcast before? I have not done a podcast, but I've done a bit of radioing. Really? I don't know if you'd compare it yeah. to a podcast. Yeah, I would. Yeah. But which radio? In New York? Or? No, in Antigua. Oh. Before I lived in New York, I lived in the Caribbean. So. How long did you live in the Caribbean? Most of my life, actually. Really? I was born in New York, but then I moved to Antigua when I was about one, two. And I moved back to New York when I was 14 and been traveling around. <laughs> That's so cool. I've been traveling around as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, when once you start traveling, you kind of like I know. You get over the fear and you just want to travel. I don't want to stop. Yeah. I want to go. I'm taking my masters next year. Uh-huh. Yeah, next year. It, yeah. It's so confusing because this year is almost done. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm taking my masters next year and I'm thinking about going to Spain to do it. Oh my god, that my would... flatmate hates it. She wants me to stay in London. Mm. Uh, well, if you do you know anyone in Spain? Absolutely no one. Huh. I didn't know anyone here. So, what's going on? Okay, I'll check that. No problem. Hello. Hi. Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he just reminded us that um, we should turn our phones on flight mode. Oh yeah, my phone's off. Okay, awesome. But, okay, so you spent most of your life in the Caribbean. Oh my god, was it as amazing as I think? I feel because I lived there all my life, I kind of took it for granted. Mm. So everyone would come and say, wow, you live where I vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It was great um, for, like, for instance, we have 365 beaches. Which is like their slogan, come to Antigua, 365 beaches. Wow. And um, One for each, each day in the year. That is the slogan. <laughs> That's like the tourist pitch, yeah. the tourist ads and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I haven't even been to half of the amount of beaches. So. No, I would imagine. It's like I, I haven't been to most places in Norway where I'm from. It's like you, yeah, you take it for granted and like tourists come to your home country to see stuff and they see yeah, more than I you've think, ever. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's like, yeah. So, do you have siblings? I do. I do. I have two sisters and a stepsister. Oh. So, it's all girls. All girls. I was, I, I've always wanted a sister. I oh only have God, brothers. Boys. I only have brothers. Oh, yeah, all good. <laughs> and I'm the oldest, so it's like Aww. I have to set every trend and 
so that when they do it, it's mm. easier for them. Mm. Right. That's the difficult thing about yeah. being the oldest. You have to like be the one to pave the way. Yeah. Yeah. So they look up to you, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. She does. My sister, she models and acts. So oh. that's one of them. And the other one, just school, I mm. guess. Yeah. So what's the best thing about having a sister? <laughs> oh, the best thing. That's a good question. I feel like she's one of my biggest fans. Mm. So I will say, like, even before I started music, mm. um, the type of music I did when I moved to New York, she was like, you're super talented. You need to do it. And I'm mm. like, mm, no. And she's like, yes, you have to, you have to. Mm. But she's like such a force behind it. But That's amazing. That's, yeah. That's, that's so important to have people like that. I was thinking we'll get more into like talking about your music okay. in a second, but first, I have some rapid fire questions. <laughs> here. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> Do you have a favorite quote? My favorite quote is If you want to move away the mountain, start by carrying away little stones. I don't know who said it, but it's a Chinese proverb, so someone said it up in the mountains. But that's my favorite <laughs> quote because it just reminds me that. I don't have to, because it's, sometimes it's challenging when you want to get somewhere in your life and then it's like, oh my gosh, why I'm not there yet, why I'm not there yet. And that quote inspires me because it just says, you can take baby steps and mm. then eventually one stone at a time, one rock at a time, you'll move the mountain. Awesome. So that's my favorite quote. How about you? Um, I, I, I can't think of anyone right now, <laughs> but that's why I asked you. <laughs> The, that's a nice one so if you had to change your first name what would you change it to <laughs> <laughs> the irony I was thinking that thinking about that today um, really because for my a long time I didn't like my name my name is Jahira and mm. I was like ah oh, that name is so awful um, <laughs> my mom actually wanted to name me Apple really I don't know why <laughs> I absolutely don't know why but Is she a celebrity? <laughs> She's actually a celebrity whose daughter name is Apple. I, I know, yeah. Can't remember which one. I but don't know who, like Tom Cruise or something has some, a daughter. Somebody, yeah. yeah. I like my name now, which the irony in that is I don't even use that as my stage name. My stage name is my middle name. Ah. Um, so my stage name is Tysa. Mm. But I like my name. I don't think I'll change it to anything. Mm. Cool, cool. Um, if you could choose to stay a certain age forever, what age would it be? I feel like it would have to be a childhood year. Because oh, yeah. that's when like, you have no worries. And I'll say around 12. 12 is yeah. not that far back, but it's as far back as I can remember, I think. Yeah. Uh, if you were to prank anyone in your life, who would it be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, who would I prank? I feel like I'll prank my mom because she's so hard to prank. So I'd, I'll be up for the challenge of that. Yeah. So I'll definitely prank my mom. Probably won't succeed. But yeah. <laughs> the attempt is what counts. If you had to marry someone today, would you have someone in mind? Ooh. You could just if, answer yes or no. <laughs> oh, okay. If you want. Someone today? Like yeah. exactly today? Yeah. 
someone personally as a celebrity. I'll marry. There's a bunch of celebrities I'll marry. First, say personally. Do you have someone personally? No. No. Okay. I don't. So celebrity then, who would you marry? Leonardo DiCaprio. He's married. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone I'm choosing, they're married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's I forgot his name. The guy, Thor. Hmm. Um, that movie with. Oh, the, Thor. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Hmm. I forgot his name, but Australian guys are so hot. Yeah. I forgot his name. So true. The next uh, uh, question is, where's Waldo? Waldo? <laughs> I have no idea. I've never even heard of it. Where is Waldo? Who knows? <laughs> Do you know the book, Where's Waldo, where you have to find Waldo? No, I've never heard of oh, it. Oh, you haven't? Okay, so it's kind of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was rapid fire questions. Awesome. Later we'll do some not so rapid fire questions, but first uh, we need to know more about you. So, oh yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. So, how long did you live in New York? Six years. Six I years. I lived in New York for six years. Mm. And it was in the Bronx. Yes, I lived in the Bronx, which is very like hip hop. Yeah, that's where hip hop started. Yeah, in the Bronx. So. so did that inspire your music in interests or? I actually think so. When I was living in the Caribbean, I was doing more not professionally as a hobby. I was doing more Caribbean sounds, so like reggae. Mm, and cool. then oh. when I'm yeah, reggae is awesome. Mm. When I moved to New York, it was just like this portal open to a world full of music like you heard music in the Caribbean but mm. it was very selective on what type of music you heard so when I moved to America I heard pop I heard rap I heard soul mm. and then I just fell in love with music even more because like everyone asks me this all the time what's your favorite genre and mm. I feel like the type of rap that I do is not like typical rap because I'll rap on a pop beat or mm. a rock beat or a soulful beat. Yeah. So it's not really specific to only hip-hop type rap. So when people ask me what type of music you like, I just say good music. Yeah. I like good music. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I like to challenge myself in the fact that I'm um, very versatile so I could go into any type of genre I feel. I'm a moody person, so it depends on the type of mood I'm in. Mm. It's how I write a song, so if I'm in a sad mood, I'll probably go for something more slow and soft and mm. stuff like that. Yeah, cool. And do, you, do you have any idea how many songs you've written? Oh. Many? <laughs> a lot. A lot. The number is too big to say. I can't even tell you. Mm. A lot. What inspires you to write? Music, for a long time it was like a hobby, mm. and now I started taking it more seriously because I kept getting good feedback that says, you're actually good. Mm. Like, my friends tell me all the time, and people who I'm, I'm not friends with, mm. um, like, I did an open mic the other night for mm. the Music Society. Yeah. They had an open mic at Hannaford's, and someone came up to me and was like, you're really good, like... You can be on radio right now if you wanted to. And I was like, oh, wow. She's wow. like, follow me on Instagram right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stuff like that is very encouraging that I can make people feel something. Mm -hmm. That's a powerful thing to do. Mm -hmm. 
because with music you can change minds you can influence so yeah why not do it mm. <laughs> <laughs> cool so cool I saw on your Facebook the other day, um, you were live on Facebook, uh -huh. and you were talking about um, how, how sometimes it can be like difficult to stay motivated in, yeah. uh, in terms of your singing, <laughs> and sometimes you're like, oh, I, I should just quit, and, yeah. but how you figured out how, how it's all about like staying consistent, consistent. Yeah, oh, you yeah. Did your homework. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I just, I just saw that, and I, and I just really remembered that about consistency because that's a good reminder for everyone. I think. Yeah, I feel like the problem why a lot of people don't succeed is that they'll do something and then that's the end of it. So mm. all that someone has to remember you for is by that one thing, and mm. sometimes that can be that can take you far. That one thing can be monumental. Mm. But sometimes people need to stay up to date with what you're doing and stuff. Yeah. So I think even as far as songwriters and singers, that's why you have um, people that are like one-hit wonders. Mm. Then you have people that are superstars mm. because they keep putting out um, music for their fans and stuff like that. So I feel like in order for me to take this career to the next level I just have to keep putting out work and proving my talent and stuff like that so staying consistent not even only with music but with what I'm studying in school like, yeah do you do you feel like because we have one class together yes, managing do. brands yes do you feel like you can use that in some way yeah in I, your music career I feel like my degree can go hand in hand with my music career mm. like I've done internships in the past where I've done music PR mm. and stuff like that so I feel like a lot of the things we'll learn in class mm. I can definitely use because I'm a brand itself you're a brand yeah. so there's definitely things I can use to my advantage so yeah why not mm. Doesn't it feel like so so empowering as well just to actually do it, do something yeah. like kind of just do do what you what you're passionate about and what you've been dreaming about and just do yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I definitely believe that um, you can have more than one passion. Like I hate when people say, "I I I only can do this because everyone tells me to do this," or mm. "I only can do this because." This one is more risky. If you want to do a million things, if I want to sew, mm. knit, I'll mm -hmm. knit, and mm. I'll be a, a painter at the same time. Mm. It's like, whatever you want to do, you should go and do it. Mm. That's my word of advice to anyone. If it's the only thing you remember me saying today. Good advice. Follow your heart. Follow your heart. could throw any kind of party what would it be like and what would it be for that's a good question i feel like all the questions i've thought about today because i was like maybe i should pick up event planning and stuff like really that. <laughs> so i would want to, it would be like a gala because mm -hmm. i've always been like interested in like stuff like that i mm -hmm. like the fancy dressing up and mm -hmm. stuff like that and proceeds will probably go to scholarships for activists of women's rights for one mm. of um to help support 
black um, students who want to progress their career because I've been like looking for scholarships for my master degree. Mm. It's like they, it would be good if you had like foundations that go towards that, which they do. Mm. So I guess just opening one more. Uh, speaking of women's rights and political issues in general, oh. what what are your passion passion issues? I feel like I've experienced it from a whole bunch of different um, points. For instance, what I mean by that is when I lived in Antigua, I got to witness the first female um, governor general. Louise Lake Tack and mm. I know there was like a bunch of controversy and insults being thrown because she was a woman and mm. taking on such a high position like she can't do it she's a woman too mm. emotional and then with the previous election in New York mm. with um with Hillary Clinton running for the presidency I'm so proud that they actually went for it despite yeah. the stigma that a woman can't hold such high positions or go for what they think is the best they should Mm. I don't know if I just answered your question (laughs) no I yeah I think so so women's rights for sure Mm -hmm. the music industry I don't know if you know but uh, I think like 18% of music that is made is by women like not music that is made Mm -hmm. but music that is out there so like produced and out there and on Spotify or iTunes, I would, uh, something like that. And hearing that statistic, I didn't hear that, but mm-hmm. I would agree. Like if I, someone told me, well, "Do you believe that the um, population of female in the music industry is relatively small?" Yeah, I would agree. Like yeah. I like even in the rap uh-huh. um, genre of music, I feel like there's this stigma that you can't have more than one female rappers at the same time. Right. Like, there's a bunch of male. Like, if you ask me to name male rappers, I can name yeah. 10 who's current right now. Right. And if you ask me to name female, I probably can only name two. Yeah. Or three that is, like, current. It's, like, yeah. this stigma that one woman has to be there, and then when she leaves, then the next woman. You can't have more than one. You can't have more than one music moguls that are female. Mm. And... I'm working hard every day to shatter that glass ceiling that we Mm. have above us Mm. because I feel like if you're talented, then why not? And I feel like, well, I feel like they're Mm. set by men objectifying our gender per se Mm. because there's also the stigma that if you want to become a successful female rapper, you have to over-sexualize your stuff. There's Mm. nothing wrong with being sexy, but why does that have to be the only thing the only characteristic we have to make us a great rapper. Right. And, and then there's a, this other thing that if you're a boss and you're not a boss, you're bossy or mm. stuff like that. Yeah. What do you think we can do? I feel like it's not just one thing you can do to mm. um, break that stereotype. And it's a gradual process. I don't think it's something that will change overnight by mm. me saying one thing. Of, mm. And... I think we can start with talent. Like, if someone has that talent, they deserve to be recognized mm. before anything. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, I think just educating people on the fact that, I mean, some people are aware of these things, but some people are not aware of, right. of the actual unconscious biases, biases that exist 
and those who are aware of it doesn't seem it, see it as a problem really something mm. to shine the light on really mm. so yeah yeah i think educating everyone yeah is a good step forward my boyfriend daniel he has a friend in paris she's a woman who has devoted her life to to promoting women in the music industry basically oh, wow. yeah and she's a real feminist and she's especially passionate about uh women in the music industry oh. she said that a lot of the problem is that men are like the producers and the yeah uh, owners of the companies and all these things and and male artists kind of flock together and kind of support each other and stuff like that and so she kind of started a little music sisterhood kind of to just uh, yeah stick together and and I think that's important that women stick together and support each other I agree in a in the same way that men do yes uh instead of competing for that like token spot yes um yeah I do agree I feel like that's actually a big step forward because why fight for a position in a company that is male dominated male owned create your own there's a problem she mm. found the problem was that there's superiority in the music industry in relation to male because it's driven by male producers and stuff like this mm. so find female producers mm. Have you ever had something happen to you that you thought was bad but it turned out to be for the best? I actually didn't want to move to New York. Mm. Um when I moved to New York, I thought I was going to be horrible cuz I left all my friends. Although I was born in New York, Antigua was all I knew. Mm. My friends and school and just life there. So moving to New York, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to hate it. I'm going to hate it." And I actually love New York also. I love Antigua, but I also love New York. Mm. So I think that was one of those things that worked out. Mm. Did it take time or did you Yeah, at first when I moved there because it's so different. Everything there is way is so much faster, I would say. Yeah. Like living in the Caribbean, the it's not the <laughs> it's not the Oh, I'm going to lay down on beach sipping my tie yeah. um, with an umbrella. It's not a vacation. It's, it's not. <laughs> yeah, but um it's definitely the simple life yeah. where I can walk barefooted on the side of the street. Well, the street is more like a tiny village next to the beach. Yeah. Um it's not very city-like. Mm. It's very country-like yeah. and tropical-like. So it's two different habitats yeah. i would say completely different so moving to new york i had to readjust a bit like i remember i went into a liquor store cuz back in the caribbean you don't really have a drinking age okay and i went to buy something i can't remember what i went to buy but i went into the liquor store and he was like and i ordered like i would in the caribbean and yeah. he was like can i have your id please and i'm like id for what and he's like <laughs> Cause you have to be twenty one to drink, and I was like, "Oh shoot, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that." Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like that's just one example, but it was like a bunch of things I had to readjust and learn. Mm. I remember when I moved to New York, I had such a heavy Caribbean accent. 
So. What's the Caribbean accent like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you watched like Rihanna and Nicki? Well, Nicki Minaj kind of, but um, mm. very. It's like patois. Mm. You want to hear Caribbean accent? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, what should I say? Say follow me on Instagram at right. Tysa. So yes. Yeah. Okay. So. You can follow me on Instagram, Tysa Takeover, and stay up to date with everything we do. Um, are you going home for Christmas? I mean, you're going home from London. Yeah, I'm going home from London, but I'm not leaving until the 5th of January. Really? Yeah, so I'll be here for Christmas, but my friends are actually coming up from New York. You're having a friendmas. Yeah, friendmas. <laughs> That's the perfect word. Perfect. I've never heard someone say that, but now I'm taking it. Yeah. Having I, a friendmas. Were you uh, with your family or during Thanksgiving, or did you have a, like a Friendsgiving as well? I had a Friendsgiving, actually. My flatmates, they've never experienced Thanksgiving because they're not Americans. Yeah. So I basically cooked, and the most amazing thing happened. So I was cooking in the kitchen from early in the morning, and my friends were like, can I help? Can I help? And I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, of course. We're going to eat, so why not help? It was it embodied that spirit of Thanksgiving because everyone was in there pitching in and helping out Aww. and we ate it. And do you have any advice or recommendations like to end on for our listeners? Well, I'm always, if there's anyone that's interested in music, I'm always collaborating with other artists. Um, I have a catalog full of different types of sound I've done. So if there's anyone that wants to collaborate with me, even if I'm in New York, we can do it virtually somehow. Mm. We can figure it out. Um, mm. Or just for a songwriting session or just to talk about it or to go to a, a pub and watch a live gig. I'm always open to stuff like that. Mm. So you can reach me via Instagram at Tysa Takeover, T-I-S-A Takeover. Mm. Um, and if you need any advice, questions about where I am in the business and... If you're just beginning and you want to know what steps you should take, I could help you skip some steps. Yeah. So, definitely. Cool. So they should contact you on Instagram then? Instagram, my page, um, Tysa Takeover. Um, my Facebook is also Tysa Takeover, at Tysa Takeover. Mm. Um, you can reach me via that too. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. It's been so fun. Yo, yo, yo. Long time ago, I called him perfect. And stayed in what I thought was worth it. The best that I could ever have. Gave you all of me because you deserve it. All the whispers in the grapevine. And I act like I ain't heard it. Because I could I just up and left you when I ain't really know for certain. Gave you the benefit, never thought the hell of it. You could never hurt, wait, when I was celibate. Knew you had my heart and you told me that you would treasure it. Thought I couldn't be replaced. But it proved to be a different case. You're the one that had to let us go. Let's go and get every memory erased. For that one night with a pretty face.
Biggie was the best I never had. How we had me full of single lately. With all the bitches he was messing with. I bet he never kept a single lady. Got me staring through the window pane. Reflecting on the fact he played me. I love him, but I had to go. To go for another to appreciate me. You ain't see the beauty you carried inside your arms. You ain't see that Tyson was really your lucky charm. You ain't see me stand right beside you when it was sunny. You ain't see me stand right beside you in the storm. Golden goddess, oh so honest. Such a sweetheart, but I'm dame dash honest. College educated with a dean's list honest. What you thought was trash, somebody else would treasure. Best thing that I never had. Thing that I never had. You're the best thing that I ever had.